You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 152, the one thing to do to help your homeschool. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? Hi, and welcome back to Call to Homeschool. I wanted to try something new this week. Um, I have been writing my podcast like quite a bit where I'm almost reading it for word for word. And... Uh, maybe that works well. And I kind of want to try something new and different and just kind of share what's on my mind and in my heart. And let's see how it goes. Maybe it'll be a hot mess and I'll go back to the old way, but I kind of wanted to try this and just, just have it be as authentic as possible and just share what's on my heart. And, uh, you already know, I don't edit these things. So you'll really see, um, (laughs) when I stumble over my words and whatnot, that I am very human. Um, Oh, first of all, I want to thank all of those that came to create an amazing family. That was such a treat. And I totally had some technical issues. And but now I know what not to do next time for the next event. Um, being willing to be vulnerable like that is really puts me out of my comfort zone. And so thank you for those that signed up and were patient with me as I figure out those technical issues. And just like with your homeschool, you have to be willing to fail at something to figure out what not to do. That's totally what I did with um, some technical issues. And now I know exactly what to do the next time on the technical side to make sure that everything is working right. So anyways, thank you for those that came. Um, But I've been thinking a lot about families. That's on my mind a lot. And it's so interesting because when I talk to other homeschool mamas who've been homeschooling for a while, veteran homeschool mamas. And I had the opportunity to talk to this cute mom and her kids are about the same age as mine, where her two oldest are not homeschooling anymore. And she still has, I believe she had eight kids. So she still has six kids at home. She's homeschooling and whatnot. And we got to talking, our kids are friends. And she started laughing like, my son told me that I would like you. And um, we both had a lot of same vision with family and she has been creating and helping people create these amazing families, um, just a general broad sense, but we, without being homeschool specific, right? Cause she just, she's with her kids day in and day out and she can just see the importance of family. And we totally hit it off, right? As we had a lot of the same visions and dreams and hopes for families. And it was so interesting because when you are first homeschooling, you are so hung up on curriculum and you're so worried about it and social. And what about all of these other things? And as you get into it, like those things will totally happen and you'll completely figure them out. But if you don't have a strong foundation of family, of love and trust, like it doesn't matter what curriculum you use. A lot of it could just fall apart. It's so interesting as I was studying Dr. Gordon Newfeld last week, and he's talking about love and teaching. And he is, um, what I want to say, he's like a therapist or a psychologist or something like that. And he's, he's really brilliant. And he has a lot of amazing information out there. And I was watching one of his TED Talks. And he is a big fan of public school and um, daycare and all that stuff. And but it was so interesting because he talked about homeschoolers for a brief second. And that's not his wheelhouse. He actually is just like standard um, 
what everybody else is doing and, and how to succeed in that environment. But for a hot second, he talked about homeschoolers and he said, do you want to know why homeschoolers score homeschoolers score the highest across the board and test and all these things? It's because of the connection with their teacher, who is their mother and the love that they have that then opens up the child's ability to learn things. So it's so interesting that we're so caught up on curriculum and is this the right math program? Do I have the right books? When in reality, if we're focusing on the relationship, all of those other things then can be funneled through. And I think about this with the relationship and the love and the connection you have with the child basically opens up this pathway and this very clear pathway of being able to then absorb the information that you even want to teach them. So when you have this love and you have this connection, and I get that you love your kid, but you know what I mean when I'm saying love, I mean a deeper, like unconditional love where you're not snippy at them and you're not yelling at them and you're patient with them and you're listening to them and you have that kind of relationship with them. It opens up this ability for your child to learn and to grow. And so it's so interesting because so many people get on their high horse of like, you just have to learn this. Like, I just want to round this information down your throat because then I feel better because then I taught it to you. But when there's no relationship and that connection's not there, then it's kind of pointless. And you've rammed all this information and they rem may remember it for a little while, but it shut down that long-term ability to remember it. So I want to challenge you instead of getting so worried about curriculum to maybe start focusing more on relationships of how can I create peace? How can I create a learning, a learning, a loving atmosphere? How do I unconditionally love my child? And it's so interesting as I have clients who, and you may even say like, you're crazy. Like I need to focus on curriculum and I need to get them all these friends and I need to do all this stuff. But as I have clients who are willing to like take that little bit of faith, leap of faith, and you're not going to see instant results because all good things just show up with consistency. And as you consistently just work on these relationships and work on loving the child and work on building, like getting to know them, what are their interests, um, talking about what they want to talk about and all those things, as you work on those things, then the ability to learn naturally opens up and you have a child who is much more receptive to learning English, to learning uh, science, to learning math, to learning, uh, listening to good books, right? To learning all of those things because their heart is open. And when your heart is open, your ability to learn is open as well. We were talking in scriptures this last week. We were talking about hard-hearted and soft-hearted and all those types of things. And my husband went into, with Hebrew, the heart was how, what they would say, like your thoughts. And, um, cause we're studying the old Testament. And so if your thoughts are hard hearted, right, your heart is literally shut down and you can't see options and ideas and, and all those things are shut down. And when you are soft hearted and open hearted and open minded, you can see options and ideas. So you can see that if you have a kid who's closed down, you have hard heartedness between the two of you. Um, that they, their receptive, their ability to listen and to take things in is shut down. And so parents will say like, well, I need a new curriculum. I need to do all this stuff. And maybe, maybe your curriculum does stink. But before you go down that path of just hucking out curriculum, spending all this money, I challenge you to connect with your child, really get to know them, be patient with them, 
love them, be gentle, and then let go of the expectation that if you do this for a week, that boom, they're just going to be open and receptive to learning. But to really work on that relationship and focus on that, and learning can be happening alongside with it. It doesn't have to be one or the other, but you can start um, doing both of them at the same time, right? But the learning will become more fun and more natural as you focus on that relationship. So as always, I have my no yelling group, just little ideas of way to connect with your kid and to not yell at them, Um, but just really to love them. And I think maybe my biggest takeaway with this too is to think about your kid and different challenges that you may have with them, Um, whether they have a lot of energy, whether they're, they're low energy, whether they talk a lot or they don't talk a lot, whether whatever it is. And I think that's where moms will get hung up of like, I just want my kid to sit down and listen, or I want my kid to be more involved with the lesson. Instead of thinking your kid should be a different way, looking at the way that your kid is and accepting it and seeing how is that a gift? I know as a child, I had lots of energy and I talked a lot. Uh, I got kicked out of classes all the time. Um, my maiden name is Roundy. And so one teacher I'd walk in, I'd say a few words and he'd be like, Roundy, you're out. I'd be like, see ya. Like, all right, I'll catch you on the flip side. I had an English teacher that would kick me out all the time. And I would just go to orchestra and I learned how to play some songs on the violin because this English teacher was like, you talk so much, I can't stand this. And she'd kick me out all the time. And it was so interesting because it was a gift. Like I have an ability to talk and connect with people. And so can you see that like in your own home, if you have a child that is different than you, trying to look at those things as a gift. So like I'm loud and I have a lot of energy and I like to talk, but not all my kids are that way. So to start viewing them as like, those are their gifts. They're more calm. They're more serene. They're really thinking of things instead of being impulsive and just going and start seeing it as a gift instead of a problem. And when you start looking at your child, like, well, those are amazing gifts. And I don't even understand those gifts, but they're gifts and they're awesome. And I love it. And I love you. And as you focus on seeing the child for the really person that they are, then the other curriculum and homeschool just gets to be fun. I know I do share, I share books and I'll share curriculum sometimes if I really like something. But if you have a crappy relationship with your kid, it doesn't matter what your curriculum is. If you are fighting them constantly, I could tell you five different math programs. And if you and your kid are fighting and yelling and there are tears on both ends, it doesn't matter what math you use. It's all going to stink. And then you're going to be like, see, I just, I got to put my kid back in school. But if you really know that homeschool is the right path for you, I want to challenge you to really get to know your kid, to see these things as gifts, to be willing to let go of maybe some of your bias of a way that your kid should be or shouldn't be, and to just love them and get to know them. And as you love them and your own heart opens and grows, it allows them to open and grow as well. So that is my thought for today. Um, If this message resonates with you, friends, take a screenshot, share this on social media. Um, I just want to light up the world with as many amazing families as humanly possible. So if this message uh, sat well with you, take a screenshot and share it on social media and even post like, how are you going to connect with your kids or how are you going to love more or what else will you do to help your own family become absolutely amazing? All right, friends, love you all. And I will talk to you next time. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. 
You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there.